No, I'm not the one one, but I'ma fucking turn up until I see the morning sun. Spit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's enough of this. Real. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, man. Hey, welcome, This is my first Joel. time on the, on the hey, main show. Yeah. I've been on the Patreon before, yeah. Yeah, well, this is the Conman Podcast, and we have Joel in the building, first time. <laughs> El Anisio, yeah. not show up. I, I, said, I killed him. If he keeps not showing up, he's not going to be part of the show anymore. You have to tell him every, like, at least an hour before, he's, he'll forget. He said he lost my number, which is weird, well, because he texted me that. He probably deleted it and then <laughs> forgot that he... Yeah. He oh, told he me he told me he's gonna go to the Ric Flair's last match. Oh, out in Tennessee. Ric Flair's fighting again. Ric Flair's having one more match. Holy he's shit! He's having his dick. last match. Okay, I, I thought his last match was in like the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's having. It's like a whole thing on the internet. He's seventy three and he's he's getting all fucking. That should be the name. Fired of, up and shit. That's the name that's of his documentary awesome. after he dies. The last that's like match. Vince McMahon getting stunned at the last. Oh man! WrestleMania. Oh, that was pathetic. God bless him. Me and Joel watched the, a whole thing about uh, uh, like a compilation of all Vince the f- all the stunners that got <laughs> fucked up, and all the stunners <laughs> that he fucked up, and everyone, and mm-hmm. all of the stunners in general. Yeah, he's been stunned so many goddamn times. It's the greatest. I the, love Vince McMahon. He's got to be. He's got to stop being so gropey with women, or else he's gonna keep. You guys know about the part where he was like super pissed. There was like a gag that went wrong, and so he came out just to try to save it. And was yelling and screaming and and because is that the one where he blew both his, his yeah quad he blew muscles? both his quads jumping in the ring because he was already getting old back in '96 or whatever this was or TV. 2006 it was on oh. Raw or something and so what happened was is two two wrestlers I forget who it was they fell out of the ring and one was supposed to win win as part of the skit part of their bit and they landed at the same time so it was a tie and no one knew what to do so Vince McMahon came out to decide who wins geez spoiler alert and he, <laughs> wrestling and he, is real dude, I'm still catching comes, up on the past he comes fucking seasons. running out full speed and does the slide into the ring like he's fucking 20 and when he does it he rips both his quads like tears them completely so he can't walk doesn't sell it at all he just sits in the ring and you just see all you don't know what you see him try to get up sitting for, on his ass like yeah he tries to get up for one <laughs> second <laughs> one second and then he just goes like this and like sits down his legs are straight out because they don't work and he's just yelling at people sitting down and no one knows what happened to him <laughs> everyone's like what the fuck is going on and it was it's incredible it's to watch god bless him for sticking with it that's yeah, yeah. i mean getting an injury that bad that's right that's and then K-Fan. still sticking K-Fan. with it that's, he's a g i that's can't believe the impressive. woke charts made, made him uh step down what happened the woke tart he was, that's, i've heard that on on twitter a lot he, got, he so. had to step down i think uh stephanie is running it now he stepped oh, down shit. from the wwe <sighs> that, this is making it it's like he's been grooming his children since they were yeah they were gonna take it over that. anyway yeah. <laughs> he's like hey, you wanna fuck is that triple the, h he's kind of hot right is that the right term to use because i think it's taken on a different connotation yeah <laughs> Didn't groom him. It's he... the right. It's the right. <laughs> How old was Triple H? Poor Stephanie. When... <laughs> yeah. How old was Triple H when he when he started dating Stephanie? Dude, I imagine that that whole age. situation was similar to the Armageddon storyline, where she was just fucking all the wrestlers on oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Is that what happened on Armageddon? That was from a. That was from a. I'm mixing the. They're it's making a mix scene. together. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Deep Impact? No, in Armageddon, you know. Oh, it was deep impact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, how do we segue into nine eleven? What's our conspiracy for today? Oh, we're we're talking some nine eleven. Well, conspiracy. you don't need to segue. Nine eleven is supposed to be nine eleven. Yes, nine eleven. Which year? 
2001, I believe. It, was, or it could be 2013. No, it was the it was the best 9/11 before it started falling off and getting more and more lame and corporate every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel. I was like, it 2001 or 2002? 2001. 2001. Yeah. Cool. A friend of my friend from high forget. school. His birthday is on September 10th, and I remember talking uh, to him. Probably on September 12th or something. I was just calling him. We Happy were birthday. Like, Isn't this shit crazy? He's like, I'm like, dude, it, thank so, God yeah, it didn't every, fuck up your birthday, right? Birthday. And he's like, yeah. It's my birthday week. Like, also, uh, the Uvalde shooting happened the day after my birthday. So whew. no one's going to remember that <laughs> date, though. Close call. Thank God it wasn't yeah. any worse. Fuck. That could have yeah. been so much more of a tragedy. <laughs> and don't, don't, don't step on my birthday. Yeah. You really dodged a bullet there, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I did. It was very wait, far what, away. What was the date? What was what's what's the date? Uvalde's May twenty fourth. My birthday's on May twenty third. Those those numbers don't make sense to people. They you don't? need a nine one one because you'll remember nine eleven because you need it says nine one one. Six two thousand six. And people go, oh, it's six six six. <laughs> yeah. You're just yeah. like shut the f- shut up. <laughs> you know that sometimes in dreams numbers appear upside down and oh, backwards so 666 would be 999 like 1999 like the, like the, the year band? of his return September oh, yeah. 9th 1999 <laughs> Prince will come back yeah. <laughs> God I hope so I'm sure there's some kind of he conspiracy died. out there it's a conspiracy. where he's a it's a conspiracy where he's a satanist and he he eats children and I would believe it too. That's that's someone Prince, was like, dude. If that was gonna happen, it would have happened already. Is that yeah. weird? Like Prince, people are just like, he's a. Um, was he a good boy? What was Michael Jackson? He was a. Um, oh, he was a pedophile? black man, not a Mormon. <laughs> not a Mormon. He was a uh, Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. And he's just, you never hear shit about all he did. You was, know who else was? All Selena. he did was fuck and live in a fucking and write music and live in a mansion. That's it. Yeah. Oh God, so, living the life. Selena was also a Jehovah's Witness, and she could have survived that gunshot if if she would have. T- if she didn't get shot, yeah. <laughs> but they can't get blood transfusions because it's against their religion. Well, and Jehovah's Witnesses are are just astoundingly susceptible to gunshots, not like yeah. Catholics. Are blood transfusion even like an option? Like if so, if you're just bleeding to death and you can't speak. I, I think can they da- just give you a her blood? Dad drug? was like, "No, sorry, this is against our religion. You got to let her die." Mm. Damn. God will take care of her. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a real piece of shit. God will provide. Yeah. He's played by Edward James Olmos. Yeah, yeah, no, like <laughs> he was Edward in Blade James Runner. It's like the greatest movie ever made. Edward James Olmos is the, is the greatest Mexican actor. And he was also in uh, the original Miami Vice, which is probably the greatest American television show and ever made. Also, Stand by Me. Was like it Stand intro. by Me? Uh, no, that's Stand and Deliver. Stand and Deliver. Yeah, you're thinking of Will Wheaton. It's it's really easy to, yeah. to mix them up. Yeah, they they look exactly the same. So you know, was, was, that, was it, it was it Stand and Deliver? What's the black guy? Stand and Deliver was Forrest Whitaker. No, that was that was Morgan. Black Freeman. guy's a Morgan Freeman. There a man go. with darker skin than you. Mm. Maybe no, it is Stand and. So you're Deliver. black. Yeah. Wait, all of them? Because that that makes like ninety percent of the population black compared to me. Yeah. That's yeah. true. You're pretty pale. In comparison, that's that's how it you works. You pale in comparison. You pale in comparison. <laughs> well, Coop's, yeah. Coop's black. He he identifies good. as black. Yeah. We we've so we've established this. Yep. That's yeah, we, cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So that's why the, he says the N word so much. Yeah. Not not on this show though. Not those, on this show. Those are my people. It's not allowed. Yeah. He says it my on people. my show. Yeah. Skeleton Vetri Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Also, if you you haven't subscribed to our YouTube, subscribe subscribe to that now. Because before it's gone, we're we're on Odyssey now. So we once YouTube is taken down, go to Odyssey. That's where all our video content is going to be. 
once YouTube goes down like the Twin Towers, you can go to Odyssey. <laughs> nice. Speaking of the Twin Towers. Yeah, so th- with the theme of the show, I wanted to revisit 9-11. I know we did a, we did a 9-11 episode, like, very early. I think it was, like, the second or third episode. We talked about uh, World Trade Center 7. Yes. But it's, 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 a, it's a very deep rabbit hole. There's so much to it, and we can't just do one episode. There, right. there, there might be 10 episodes in this. I don't know. Not, 11 not episodes. This, might be a whole thing. <laughs> Might be a whole somewhere season. between nine yeah. and eleven episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thing about nine eleven, it's it wasn't only an inside job; it was an outside job. There were there were there were nine eleven conspiracy skept like they. It was weird talking about nine eleven when it first happened because if you were to say it didn't happen, like they would think you're fucking crazy. Like, was anyone it, saying it didn't happen like right when it happened? Uh, not, I think Alex Jones was like the first one to be like, "Oh, this Tight. is this is not real. holograms was planned." Yeah. No, I think he, I'm sure he thought it was, he thought maybe it was planned. I don't think he, he didn't say. Well, he talked about uh, like black ops and he talked about um, just there. I don't remember. I got to go back and look about. But people like him, like people of that ilk, like him and uh, um, the fucking zeitgeist guy, um, Peter Joseph. Yeah. And fucking uh, Michael Rupert and. Mm. All those people, they were already like waiting for something like this to happen, and then it actually happened. Like they were already, they were setting for a test, and they didn't know what the fucking test was. Yeah. And then nine eleven happened. They were like, "This is what we've been fucking talking about this yeah. whole time." Yeah. And then, it, then they had all these years of fucking research <laughs> that they can just unload into this conspiracy theory and mm. feed it. It's yeah. like they've been stockpiling food, and they didn't know who they were going to feed. Yeah. And 9-11 was the thing that they fed for years and years. And people still talk about Tower 7. Yeah. We fucking it, talked it is, about it, like it is, a few yeah. months ago. It is the smoking gun. It is yeah. insane. Yeah. So, like, a lot of skeptics, they kind of say, like, oh, uh, you think that Bush and Cheney went and went in, uh, uh, they're the ones that blew up. Like, they planned this whole thing out by themselves. Like, no. The the, no. the, the whole thing about this, like I was saying, that there's a, it's an inside job and an outside job. So, Bush, Cheney, intelligence agencies were involved, and then the Saudi government, uh, the Israeli government. I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I know it always comes back to the Jews. But back it's not the Jews. It's always the Jews. What, the Jews can't commit crime? The Israeli, oh, I know. I mean, we, we talked about the, the Jewish mafia, like, for f- fucking four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but, and we talked about the Mossad. But the Israeli government, not the people of Israel... Like, when you criticize a country, you're talking about their government, mostly. Like, you talk about China, you're talking yeah, about... Yeah, speak for yourself. Oh. I, I'm, I'm trying to be... I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying don't piss to off a... anybody who knows Krav Maga. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get fucking eye gouged. Yeah. So, one, one of the craziest things... I don't know if you guys are too familiar, but, like, the day before... The attacks happened. Donald Rumsfeld admitted they, quote, this is what he said. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. He said this on September 10th, 2001. The very next day, the accounting offices in the Pentagon were blown up by airplanes, and the accounting offices in the World Trade Center were also destroyed by if you're, if you're only listening to the audio, airplanes was in quotes. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Pentagon obviously was not, there was not a plane that hit it. It was, it was a missile. Uh, the accounting offices were in World Trade Center 7 also, weren't they? The one that mysteriously collapsed because there was a lot of... A lot yeah. of filing cabinets disappeared, right? Yeah. If they could they correctly. Yeah. yeah. They, 
they they said that they completely like the the filing cabinets and metal ones completely were incinerated, which makes zero sense. They're notoriously flammable. Yeah, everyone knows that metal. It, it, yeah. it, it goes into thin air, even though liquid metal. There was a video of a, of a fucking guy standing. They were saying like the the floor of like where uh, Ground Zero was was like molten like, lava. Molten lava, but there's a guy standing on it. Liquid hot magma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. I, I remember. It was the first time I came to Austin. I was in a staying in a hotel. And uh, I watched a documentary called uh, The Unknown Known. Mm-hmm. And it's a documentary about Donald Rumsfeld. And it's fucking fascinating because it's like just seeing how that dude operates throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Like how he's operated leading up to 9-11. You're just like, Jesus Christ. It's like it's like watching it's like watching like the Junior Olympic videos of Mike Tyson mm-hmm. when he's like, this okay. guy's going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he's like 14 knocking out like 25-year-old men who are taller and bigger than him just and you're just like oh my god once this guy turns 18 he's gonna be an absolute nightmare it's like it's like watching that but except it's Donald Rumsfeld wow what is it called I wanna watch it it's called The Unknown Known is it on YouTube or you have to like pay for it or it's probably I think I watched it on HBO at the time I was in Austin for a for a Russian Sambo tournament and I lost (laughs) twice I wanna look this up now and I blew out my LCL and I broke my finger. That's pretty cool. But I got to watch a Donald Rumsfeld. All uh, from the yeah. audience? That's that's a wild show. <laughs> yeah, The Unknown Known. It came out in 2013. I want to see where it could stream. Where is it streaming? I'm pretty sure. I, I think I'm going to watch it. It. it was rather Cinemax or HBO. It's on IMDb, so. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Cool. Yeah. I might watch that tonight. But I mean, yeah. But that's the thing is guys like him around that time. Fuck him, those motherfuckers can talk, dude. I don't know what's with these, like, like, Kaylee McEnany and fucking, um, uh, I don't know, like Trump, obviously, and then like peripheral people like Tom Holman from Homeland Security. Those motherfuckers can talk. Yeah. Everyone in the Bush administration, bro, you yeah. can put any, they're like professional wrestlers. You put Donald Rumsfeld in front of a microphone, like, the, he'll call the interview a fucking dumb cocksucker. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, you can put anyone in that administration on a mic. And they'll fucking like tear the house down. Yeah, you've seen that video where he's talking about how how the the plane that went over Pennsylvania over there in Shanksville. Mm-hmm. He said it was shot down. It was like a Freudian slip. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, he he said that, and then um, what else? He he says he says a lot of crazy shit. I mean, he, he was he, he wouldn't even correct himself, right? He just says it and he keeps was going. Like, eh. <laughs> he's got enough pull to get anybody killed. Guy, whoops. Yeah, and then there's like videos of him it's talking. A daisy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is because retractions get uh, printed More. somewhere, but no one reads them. Yeah, yeah. Was it was back then where he like? I mean, you could probably do that today. Donald Rumsfeld. That, if that, he, that does happen. Today. If he was yeah, if he was here today, and he would say shit. Like when people Biden would said that him. if you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a year ago. Yeah, and he said that in front of people and cameras and people with cameras filmed it. And then now they're replaying it. And now he has COVID. Yeah. Why? Oh, no. he had a, he's the second that's time. That's just a conspiracy. He also has cancer. <laughs> cancer and COVID. His cancer? He said he had cancer. What kind of cancer? Well, he said he, he had cancer. cancer. Yeah, but he said a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, me and Nelson Mandela fucking 
got cancer Stood together. back to back and fought off a fucking... <laughs> Six kangaroos. <laughs> We're like, no, that was the Warriors that you're talking about. <laughs> you saw that in a movie. Yeah, that was, that was a movie. That wasn't real. Yeah, so nothing, nothing in the 9-11 story holds up. It's, it's sloppy in certain areas. Uh, usually that went... That happens when you have a bunch of, like... like Bullshit. It, it's really sloppy when you start outsourcing the jobs. So what happens when you get the foreigners involved, like the Saudi Arabians? The Saudi Arabians they're totally so fuck sloppy. this up. They're I sloppy, know. and they will. They, if you're gay, they're throwing you off of off of a building. No ifs, ands, and buts. I wonder if they, they have or, dis- or they stone you to death. I, they're they're, think, they're still strict about all that shit out yeah, there. Yeah, they don't like the gays. I think they stone. Uh, or is it women? Is more of a thing they do for stoning and gays. They definitely throw out a building. But I wonder if they have like a special designated building just for throwing gay people. Yeah. <laughs> like some like scientist ones. He's like, it's it's the perfect height for throwing the disgusting homosexuals. Yeah. When they, and you're not allowed to touch the bodies, so they're yeah. all just still there. Because yeah. if you touch them, you're gay. There's yeah. no landscaping. <laughs> There's no landscaping outside. There's just like a motor combat pit and yeah. <laughs> no yeah and the pit <laughs> we uppercut them off and then they f- fall into a spike pit yeah thank you very much <laughs> i don't know why it sounds like andy kaufman like, thank you very much <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> but yeah but just look at, at tower seven that was obviously a controlled demolition or look at the plane that crashed in shanksville pennsylvania that was supposed to go to the white house there are first responders on record that said there were no bodies, no luggage, or even a plane in the hole in the ground. A coroner was on site and said there was no bodies to account for. Wallace Miller, the coroner, was one of the first to arrive to the scene after Flight 93 went down. He recounted the ordeal to the Washington Post, quote, I stopped being a coroner about, um, after about 20 minutes because there was no bodies there. It became like a giant funeral service. And he also said... This is the most eerie thing. I have not to this day ever seen a single drop of blood, not even a drop. And He's a really shitty coroner if he hasn't seen a single drop of blood to this day. <laughs> He's afraid of blood. Out? He's calling out from work every single day. He's like, "Ooh, no, I don't I don't like blood. Sorry." Was he saying like the, there was no blood anywhere in the wreckage? Yeah, there's no blood. He didn't see any bodies. They didn't even find any luggage. They like found they there's like little uh Apparently there's like airplane parts, but they're like they don't they didn't match whatever this was like a seven forty six forty seven whatever it fucking was uh, seven sixty seven. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, it was like, like a pro- there's like a propeller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, an, like there's an alternator like... from like a Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this isn't a plane part. And, and a, a propeller boat, on a it. boat propeller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's oars in. It. Yeah. Is there supposed to be oars? <laughs> There's a fisherman on board. Like, <laughs> says the lady Ghislaine on the side of it. Like, oh, that's that's the wrong. <laughs> Who did this? Who dropped this off here? But yeah, yeah. okay. What was it on 9/11? I think it might have been. It might have been that. It was plane. Osama bin Laden. Oh, yeah. Always. That's always the answer. That's always the answer. It's the answer to everything. I like the idea that. At the plane crash, there's all these boat parts, and then there was like a boat that sank, and there's all these plane parts. They're like, fuck, we gotta mix up the fucking. There's a bunch of dead sailors in the field. Who let an intern handle this false flag? There's a submarine just crash into a tree. It's weird. Where's the ocean? Uh, We we have some questions for the ocean. No, I th- I think it was the the one that the, the one you're talking about. The at some point during 9/11, um, they were like, "This is when planes were still in the air." 
Yeah. And, uh, and I was watching it on TV and I was in the lobby of where I was living in San Francisco and they're like, there's one plane in the air and it might come from San Francisco. And everyone in the building lost their fucking mind. Everyone's like, fuck. Everyone got up and like ran away. What building would they hit in San Francisco? What is there? Thinking of the Golden Gate Bridge, Transamerica building. There's a giant fucking... Um, I guess I'd been a great kid. Who are the people who make money? Jews. The, yeah, that's what I was. Oh say. shit! Sorry, I, 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 the, the Israeli government. No, no, the not the World Bank. What's it, what are the the Fed, Federal Reserve? There, Iron, there's Iron a Ford. giant Federal Reserve building that's like completely like surrounded by fucking like armored shit. Why like, didn't they do that? I, I would, on like a, I would be on their side. That's cool. Blow up the Fed. There's all this stuff there that they can fucking hit and. It's so it's yeah, and I left too. I was like, "Fuck this noise!" Wasn't there like a, um like planes like when this happened, they 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 couldn't track all these airplanes. I, I I haven't looked into it, but apparently all these airplanes disappeared. Like it, they did they disappeared from. Well, yeah, two of them disappeared into World Trade Center one ah, and World Trade Center is. two. One of yeah. them disappeared in Shanksville, and one yeah, of them disappeared they, at the Pentagon. Well, it's weird that flew into. Manhattan, and now we don't see it no more. It's not showing up on the radar. Have you seen it? The flight over New York? Nope. Boss, there's a submarine in the Pentagon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so one of the biggest whistleblowers of 9-11 was a man named Philip Marshall. He was a former pilot who worked with the CIA in the Iron-Contra affair. We've been talking about Iron-Contra a lot, by the way. But it's they're all connected. A lot of whistleblowers back then. Oh uh, yeah, Kenny G, Zamfir. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh, Liberace. Liberace. Yeah. Marshall wrote. He wrote a few books about the events of 9/11. According to people close to him, he, the book that he was writing had some real damning evidence about 9/11. Before he could write his book, the third <laughs> book, he was found dead in his home along with his two children and his Shih Tzu dog. Mm-hmm. The official story said it was a double murder suicide. When you look up his books online, they're expensive. So, like, if you ever want to read his books, they're like one hundred thirty-five dollars. Well, most books by dead people who wrote one book are are hard to find and expensive. Also, a weird thing it's about not Charles this, Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> also, a weird thing about it was some people. I, I saw this online. I I can't really because I don't have the physical copy on me. But they mm. said that the physical copy is different from the digital version of it. The physical copy. So, like, they think it was altered. So, like, some things were deleted. Like, there's missing pages. Like, all this kind of weird shit. But this is according to Reddit. So, we don't know how, how true it is. But this hmm. is what, what the... Did they just go through and take out all the N-words like it's Huckleberry Finn? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. Doesn't no, have the same it, feeling. No, it doesn't. Leave not, the N-word in there. Yeah. I don't enjoy it nearly as much. Yeah. I'm not calling you... N-word Jim that flew the plane into the into the World Trade Center. <laughs> it's like removing it's the very, N-word it was from very like a Quentin Tarantino see why. film. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah. yeah it's like 80% of the dialogue. Yeah, then Samuel L. Jackson's just loud for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just screams. I don't know what his it's a word is. of It's a word of passion. Mm-hmm. That's why rappers say it. That's why Samuel L. Jackson screams it. So why don't watch Black Snake Moan again. Oh, mm. Can you imagine the deleted scenes from the Star Wars prequels? Oh. <laughs> Dude, making fake ones would be awesome. <laughs> well, people have made them. Mace the Windu. Who wants to do that in blackface? Who wants Who wants to do Samuel Jackson in do blackface? Sam, do Mace Windu in blackface yelling the N-word? Yeah, we'll put on Odyssey. By the way, we're on Odyssey now. Check us out. <laughs> <laughs> they, say, they say they won't censor you, so we'll, we'll see. 
we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Oh, we'll get censored. Oh, we can push those limits. Yeah. Now we can. Audio, they, we, we could say literally anything we want to say. YouTube, take it down. Buddy. Can you do blackface and deepfake videos? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, I can I make... I, I think it's technically still cultural appropriation. Can I get, like, Eric Stoltz to do blackface doing Mace Windu? Is that a thing? That that could be fun. Only, only if he's Rocky from The Mask. Well, he does it. <laughs> you just blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That'd be amazing. Um... But yeah, there, so there's a lot of questions about his... <laughs> Maybe that's why re, they recast him in Back to the Future. <laughs> he wanted it to be black to the future and wear blackface the entire time. Yeah, they're like, no, no, no. This movie, a white man invents rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be racist. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Chuck Berry didn't just come up with rock and roll by himself. <laughs> Maybe the whites ha- did discover uh, time travel. That's why we invented everything. There is, there, there's a current argument that black people, um, black people did not discover rock and roll. Oh yeah, because um, Elvis did. Because more, more percussion instruments uh, come from Africa, mm-hmm. and more stringed instruments uh, come from Ireland traditionally. Mm-hmm. As, and then those two cultures ran into each other. Yeah, and, they and fucked. then and then eventually blues. And then, um, and so on and so forth. I've always said Ireland is, is, it's is the, the most multi, It's Europe. really the most multicultural um, music. It's not like the origins were from Africa. <laughs> it's like, no, there was people running into each other. The slave trade yeah. kind of, you had to run into each other. Mix yeah. things up a little bit. Yeah, you had to. You had to go to places where there <laughs> were. That's a nice way to put it. That's the weird thing about slavery. You have to, you have to, you have to have integration. Whether yeah. you want to or not. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, you don't have a, uh, you know, money from slave trade. Yeah. <laughs> so slavery itself stopped slavery eventually. No, white people started inter- stopped slavery. Yeah. Oh, you should uh, know this already. Yeah, in America, that's a true story. Yeah. No one wants to talk about that. Whatever. Nobody gives credit to the white guys. Yeah. We but stopped it. What What is the alternate story? Like Frederick Douglass, just like. Uppercutted John Wilkes Booth, and then ta-da, slavery's over. Like, what kind of cockamamie <laughs> story did people come up with? I don't know. Frederick Douglass saved Abraham Lincoln from being assassinated by John Wilkes Booth, and Abraham Lincoln was like, "You're a good guy. I'm gonna make you president now." <laughs> then he handed him a Pepsi. Yeah, <laughs> and, and all the troubles were solved. <laughs> Everything's been good since then. Voice of a new generation. So the the suicide, the apparent suicide, had a lot of questions about it. Philip Marshall was really close to his kids. People in the community said he was a real—he was a really good dad. Like he was even like the coach of the baseball team. Like he was very involved with the community, and he was very involved with their lives. So during this time, he was going through kind of a nasty divorce with with the mother. So like a lot of people think like he went crazy because of the divorce. The people that accept the official story said that it was it, would, it, it got nasty, and he. I, it doesn't make sense because why would he kill the kids and not the mother? Well, also, why would he kill the dog? Yeah. And bo- uh, both of the kids were a little bit older. They weren't yeah. like toddlers or One, anything like that. The, the the boy was 17 and the girl was 14. So mm-hmm. if it was a custody healthy battle. Healthy breeding age. Yeah, healthy breeding age. Yeah. Um, but like a, a, a boy at 17, he's about to go to college. So like it wouldn't be an issue with a custody battle. That doesn't make any sense. Because they like with divorce, like 
the biggest thing. If if you're getting divorced and you don't have kids, you're not really divorced. You're just breaking up. Yeah. So like when they when it's kids, it it, it gets kind of nasty because you're you're trying to like it has to do with custody battles. Um, well, I mean, Chris Benoit was a good father until he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> that took that just took one weekend for him to just, and yeah. then it was over. And those those it's kids over, Johnny. If you got a divorce, would you what would you do with your kids? How would you oh, I would murder them. <laughs> You're Mexican. You'd be long gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go two towns down. They'll never hear about me again. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they used to deal with them in the good old days. And then you can just change your name. Yeah. <laughs> make a fake social security card out of a fucking anything, really. Yeah. Go to Mexico. Taqueria napkin. Dave and Buster's card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My name is Dave Buster. <laughs> I work here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on I, I own this company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not only the president, I'm a customer. <laughs> yeah, so like we were saying, like the, the boy was 17, Donna was 14, and why would he, like these kids were going to be out of the house in a few years, so that doesn't make any sense. Another thing was there was no suicide note. Usually when someone commits suicide and murders everyone in the house. Unless you watch the show The Bear, because the main character's brother killed himself, and he didn't leave a suicide note, which I thought was very good writing, because it's a, it, it took the drama of like what you think you know about suicide it's like sometimes sometimes people just kill each other or kill themselves rather yeah you yeah. people you don't need a suicide note sometimes, sometimes no that's just that's just some hollywood magic <laughs> yeah, and it's no always one. romantic CGI. and there's there's some very dramatic suicide note left behind everybody reads it and cries it's, not, it's handwritten in blood mm-hmm. always handwritten in because people, people just have mm-hmm. stationary around yeah suicidal <laughs> people that's probably true. Like Suicidal people buy stationery. <laughs> There's a quill with a, with a little feather there. It's beautiful. They buy a lot of notebook stuff. They're just always at, at the at the little arts and crafts store buying all the different papers for, <laughs> yeah. for when the time comes. They, they want the right papers. Yeah. Something that takes the ink well. Texture. Yeah. You know, to whom this thick. may concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing that, uh, that, that, that wasn't talked about, or oh, this was talked about, was... The neighbors never heard any gunshots. So there's four gunshots, and it's this, this really quiet neighborhood. No mm. one heard any gunshots, which was pretty weird. Um, what was the gun? Uh, it was a nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. And it's like this really quiet neighborhood. I think it's in I think it's in Pennsylvania. I don't remember what town or or what state it was in. Um, <laughs> another strange thing was the coroner. Uh, according to the coroner, I, I saw this interview with the actual coroner of this. Not afraid of blood, by the way. Um. When they found the the bodies of the two children, they were both sleeping on the couch. And the thing that coroners have to do, yeah, I don't know if you know too much about this, but like whenever someone dies, they have a traumatic look in their eyes, and they got to like kind of like change their face up whenever they're doing the funerals, whatever. Yes. But he said both the kids were sleeping when they died. So mm-hmm. isn't it weird? Wouldn't a kid wake up to the gunshots, and at least one of them would be awake? One. Like, Where were they shot? They're on a couch, and they got shot in the head. Mm. So that might not change the facial expression all that much. Instantly. Someone's gonna that, wake up. And that like, would what be is that? that would be two. I mean, one two of them people in a prone shots. position on a couch. Yeah. You, so the bang bang. Why would the second person wake up? 
because of the loud noise. At least they'll open their eyes. And he might least. have some hesitancy. He doesn't want it to be slow and drawn out. He Maybe just, he had bam, bam, just dual pistols. Maybe unlocked the dual pistol. He's a fucking, he's a fucking boondock saint. He did yeah. like, he did like a spin. Burn in hell. Yeah. It was like a John Woo movie. He like jumped out from behind Earth. the kitchen, <laughs> yeah. shooting and dubs. He did an aerial <laughs> over the, over the couch while shooting. Yeah. And, Oh man, one of the best quotes I've ever heard about a John Woo movie is everything explodes so much in a John Woo movie that he'll shoot a 200-page novel and it turns into a 400-page novel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But so the the kid's not waking up. It's a little weird. Uh I or he closed her eyes after? Well, I don't think that there's any uh, any reason to think that one of them didn't wake up. If it was a headshot depending mm. on where the headshot was. Yeah. You're not going to have uh specific look on your face if you get you know yeah how do you determine right the, someone was right sleeping the when they got shot though when your eyes are closed would you're like he, laying most down. people if that was my kids i would close when their they die their eyes close yeah but i think it's a process because you it's something with the face and like it's just it, it, i don't know they were explaining hmm. in this article about like how that's interesting they were still he, sleeping he said, when he got there yeah so coming from the coroner him saying that <laughs> coroner it there. seemed like they were asleep when they died mm-hmm I would defer to a professional. Yeah, I would defer to the professional, but like you can you can find tons and tons of pictures of people that have been shot in the head and they don't have a tragic look on their face. Like they're not well, if they're horrified about what's going on because you get you get the <laughs> the switch flipped off. Yeah. yeah. You're just you're done. Like Kevin Spacey in American Beauty, remember he died like this? <laughs> After the, the the gay Nazi plate collecting neighbor shot him, and he was dead, and he had his eyes open, and he was smiling. Well, this is this blood. is this is what he said. Uh, his name is Chris Gordon. He said, "Quote: The last facial expression is essential in determining the state of condition that the person was in when they died." So he see that I read that too, and yeah. to me that I think that that's a very situational thing. Yeah. And the, because the it shooter depends, could tamper with on, the face and uh, the bodies. But he, there's he that, said it, it was. If, if you read the article, he says it depends on how you die, how long it took for you to die. If you get shot right in the right in the good old apricot, right in the center of your head, everything's just going to go instantly dark. Like you don't have any control over your body at all. Uh-huh. So and nine millimeter bullets usually ricochet inside the skull, right? Uh, nine mil. It depends on if it depends. was like if it was like jacketed or a, a hollow point. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty two definitely will. Oh, it's twenty two is what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, nine millimeter. I don't know, man. I've, so little, there's a, I've seen a lot of photos of like people who've been shot to death, and they all just. Have you ever seen Che Guevara? Yeah. Like deadbeat. Like that motherfucker is just like. <laughs> He's chilling. He that knew it. He well, he knew it's a little scared though. Yeah. But the, a fucking kid. The, or like though. the Tupac uh, the che Guevara, autopsy photos. It's just like those aren't real. He's alive. The Che Guevara death photos look like me after I just drank a couple beers and and smoked a joint and I'm laying on the couch. It's like, he looked like he was farting like right when he died. He like, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so the the coroner is convinced that the kids were asleep when they were murdered. So how did gunshots not wake up at least one of the kids? There wasn't a silencer found at the crime scene. Even, even if there's a silencer, why would you have a silencer if you're going to kill yourself? Silencers are really loud. Extremely loud. If they're, I slam my hand actually, on this desk right now, yeah. uh, a silencer's even, louder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're suppressors. They're not silencers. It's more for... Uh, 
It makes it it's sound more different. For, well, it, it makes it sound different. It can disguise the direction that the gunshot's coming mm. from, but mostly it's just to protect the ears of the person using the suppressor. And it'll also get rid of some of the muzzle flash. Okay. See, I don't know anything about silencers. Silencers. I know are, that guns aren't that loud. I've been... I've they're shot not guns. that guns loud. Aren't I've that sh- loud? I've literally shot a 9mm pistol into the floor at, at the old Hollywood house. What I are you talking it, about? Right yeah, what the fuck are they're, you talking about? So oh, yeah. I, I, are I have, there Jews I have hiding tinnitus. in the floor? What are you talking about? I have tinnitus from guns. Dude, I, I shot it into a pillow, I shot it into a couch, and I shot a bullet right into the floor. Was there a was person like, underneath the pillow? <laughs> We were drunk. Hey, mind I, your own goddamn business. All right. We were hammered, and we were like, "Dude, don't what, ask too many questions." Let's see how, like, if, if if we were to kill someone right now, let's see if the cops get called on us. Let's just shoot it. We'll shoot. We shot three three rounds. Bop bop bop. And I was like, "What the fuck? That wasn't even that loud." And it was a it was a. Uh, Yo, killing night. someone's easy. We should just like do this all the time. We should just. We should just go kill people. Yeah. <laughs> it was a 1911. It was a 1911. That's a 45. Okay, well, I mean, no, those, those, dude, those, loud. no, I have shot so many goddamn so 40. Fucking loud. Not, okay, you well, were, it's loud, but it's not as loud as you think. And we, we, were, no, we had I, one person I know exactly out, how loud it is. That, it was a 44 that gave me tinnitus. This happened. We had a person outside, we had all the windows and doors closed, and he was like, I barely heard it from outside. But, I mean, a city is noisy. But he was like, I heard it. Was but... this with Dan Holloway? Dude, no. I, I've it lived in a loud, crowded city and heard fucking gunshots. Like, I also hear, like, Fireworks, because after Fourth of July and like the Barrier, you you'll just randomly hear like, like sh- pop, like yeah. you're like that's fireworks, or you hear and you're like that's fireworks, and then you hear bam, you're like that's a gun, that's a fucking gunshot, yeah. bro. It echoes. The block is hot. Okay, I guess I have a follow up question. Was there any sort of uh, how sober was everybody in in the situation? Some were sober, some were hammered. <laughs> you talking about Philip Marshall? Phil no, in my situation. I'm, I'm talking about dude, Joel's situation. I did one. I, did one, I, I wanted I, to know how I loud it was the in same a pillow, crew and it was so rare that that anybody was sober. <laughs> the ladies were sober, but I did one in oh, the wow. pillow. That's that's not. Funny. So it wasn't a party night. <laughs> I put the uh, I put one. I shoved it into a pillow, Your aiming penis? straight down into a couch. And okay, I you know what? It, and it was fucking quiet. Well, you know, like, we can oh, we can resolve this right now. We, we, Give we, Adam a gun. We, we, go, we can go down to the range in Austin, Texas. It's down the street. And we can we can we can we can bring a forty five and we can fire it and Joel can have no fucking ear protection no ear, on ear protection. and see how he does. It, it's gonna hurt your ears. It's I've so do, fucking I've done loud. it. Yeah, I would wear earplugs if we were outside and shit. But when it's like muzzled with a pillow or in or aimed into the couch, it's so less loud. It was some, so it that, was shocking. That is gonna mask the shot. Quite a bit more. I I think the discrepancy. The one I did was is... just out in the open, down. Yeah, that that was loud. It sounded like a gun being shot. I've shot a bunch of guns, but from just two doors. You're just trying to sound two, cool in front of us. Two, two, <laughs> one room with the door closed, with the hallway to out front with that door closed and all the windows closed. You could barely hear it outside on the street. It was See, you this, could hear yeah. it, but it was way, way <laughs> fucking less. <laughs> this is why I don't want to live in a city anymore because <laughs> yeah. there's people just like, <laughs> doing that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder how loud this gun is if I just shoot it into this wall. Yeah, yeah. The next morning we were like, it's like yeah. there's three bullet holes in the ground. It's Maybe like when Anton Chigurh killed Llewellyn Moss's wife. Like yeah. you don't hear the gunshots, you just see him come out and check <laughs> the bottom of his boots for blood. You know, it's funny. I know that that wasn't even the worst floor damage to happen in that apartment. No, <laughs> once <laughs> once by a long once shot. Bullet holes in your floor. It's like cat piss and it's like inundated an old, it's like into an old the floorboards. With dents in it. You don't care. It's a yeah. for a penny, in for a pound. You can yeah. only get so wet. 
So the, the coroner believes Anyways, that. Sorry, yeah, that back story. to the shore. The, the, it's a good story. I, the, it's a true fucking story. It's a true story. The, so the coroner believes Marshall was standing up when he shot himself. Marshall was found in a pool of blood uh, with his uh, lying face up. If Marshall shot himself and then fell to the ground, he would have have had uh, head wounds to help prove that. Investigator Wayne Matson reported uh, Marshall was right-handed, yet the police... He say, shot himself in the head, but there was no bullet hole. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he, they, they said he used his left hand uh, to, to shoot himself. So that, that was one of the first things that oh, came up. It was a Clinton's. Yes. Mm. Le- left behind the ear. No, oh. Behind the left ear. They there, all they all have the same. Astounding... And he had a noose around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this crime scene is crazy. Yeah. Well, it it gets weirder. Too. This is the worst accident I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and the submarine was full of water. There's a bunch of drowned people inside. Where's that episode of Unsolved Mysteries? <laughs> He's just walking like the oh. coroner. It is a drowning. Yeah. Where do we start? Oh yeah, this man definitely drowned. <laughs> yeah, so well, children did too. Another weird occurrence happened when the investigation started. Apparently, a cleanup crew was sent to the house before the investigation of the murder suicide concluded. According to the to a muckraking journalist uh, Wayne Matson, he said, "Quote: Police said even before they had finished investigating the case, they permitted professional cleaners to come into the Marshall home to clean the premises." After that, there were two sets of vehicles seen at Marshall's home still conducting the investigation after the home was professionally cleaned, mm-hmm. which is fucking strange because you would think you're not going to clean up a house until the investigation is, is done with. But they had guests. Oh, yeah. Look yeah, at yeah. all those people going in and out of the house. It's a nice house, too. Messy, blood all <laughs> over the walls, dead children in the living room. Yeah, like somebody it, has to clean that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, the chefs show up and like people oh, who we, clean we those it. types of things. Like those, those are interesting people. Like because it's like something horrible happens. Like someone cleans that shit up. Yeah. It's like when you litter. Like that shit doesn't magically disappear. You got to fucking pull some criminals out of a prison to go clean that shit on the side of the road. It's like same thing with crime scenes. It's like okay, it was like all right, everyone in the house is dead. I guess we just. We just leave the house here. Yeah, wait for the bank. Wait for the Jesse. bank to take leave it. it for it's, the realtor. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse was saying that on. Crime Let the court, maid clean it up. That they just leave it. They take the bodies and all the blood and all the bullshit. It you have your you the family has to clean it. Ah. Uh, it depends on the situation because depends there the are situation. yeah. There's professional companies where they're not even part of law enforcement. They'll come in and and clean, clean it, it up for you. Depends on the, the depends on your insurance. how big the mess is because I've seen like uh, yeah, messes where so. people were like bleeding horribly from like gunshot wounds or being stabbed and shit. They and take it's like shit a crime scene, too. but then they'll just leave the blood in the fucking they'll on the take sidewalk the, and in the street. They'll take the body. And you just parts. walk by it every day, and you, every day you watch the blood just slowly fade by the sun. You're just Ugh. like, can someone clean this shit up? It's fucking gross. Well, in this situation, you have the FBI. I mean, at least the body's not. These, there. The FBI clearly killed this guy, so they're like, we got to clean this shit up. We we did mm-hmm. this. Let's take yeah, care of it. it. You make a mess, you clean it up yourself. Yeah, well, good the, for the FBI. They're, they're responsible. We're gentlemen. pro-FBI podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we um, have to be so we can survive. Oh, so I, I, uh, so Coop's got to jump off in a, in a couple minutes, but um, whenever no. you need to jump off. because he, he's, he's going? Yeah, what are you doing? Going to going Nooner Nation. Nation. We're cool. doing an X-rated Mad Libs. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Shout out to Bill Schofield. Um, Fuck you, who? Bill. Taking our boy. Bill fucking Schofield. Took our boy, dude. I remember that shit, yeah. dog. He doesn't even go on my show. Love yeah. you, Bill. And he goes on <laughs> Bill Schofield's show. Yeah. Bill invited me. Yeah. But there, there be, 
It's a good oh. point. Yeah, you know what? Go. How about that? <laughs> Just get out of here. He's got a couple minutes. So there, there's a little callback from last week's episode. Um, one of the connections was a man named Barry Seal. I know you guys remember oh, him. The name no. sounds a little Tom familiar. Married Heidi Klum. Yeah. In a world full of people, only some want to fly. Isn't that crazy? Also, Barry Seal flew a plane to transport drugs in the United States. Yes, which mm-hmm. I will get in into. In 93. In 93 when he rode. Um, there are no coincidences. Yeah. Also, there's photos of Heidi Klum with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, Just yeah, we, we got it. Yeah. Oh, shit, there are? Yes. Yeah, I showed him last week. Yeah. How old was she? At, oh, a a healthy breeding age. <laughs> healthy yeah. breeding, breeding age. age yeah. So too old. <laughs> yeah. So we discussed Barry Seal in last week's episode in the Jeffrey Epstein series. Barry Seal was uh, he was a CIA informant that was used during the Iran Contra affair. Seal was a major drug smuggler for the Medellin cartel. Seal would use aircraft supplied by the CIA for drug drops. Uh, we talked about it last week in, in Mena, Arkansas, under the when when Bill Clinton was uh, governor there. The airline was that he used was called American Air, which would later on be called Southern Air Transport. Seal later on Seal lost his pilot's license because he, he did this during the 1950s all the way through the 1980s. But in the 1980s, he lost his pilot license and hired Philip Marshall to be his pilot. Both uh, both uh, Seal and Marshall were involved in smuggling arms and drugs into South America. Marshall also had ties to David Ferry, who allegedly tie- was tied to the assassination of JFK. Barry, uh-huh. Yeah, it, it goes deep. Barry Seal uh, later on was shot and killed on February 19th, 1986. Seal was supposed to... Rose. Yeah, he was supposed to testify that George Still H... Still kept making music after that song. I know. He's, <laughs> just like Tupac. Even though he died. Yeah, he faked his death. Seal was... He was set to testify that George H.W. Bush was involved in the smuggling operations. Seal was even involved in, with Ferry in Operation 40. If you don't know about Op- Operation 40, it was an alleged... Uh, operation by the CIA uh, to to kill JFK on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Holy shit! Yeah, the old English malt liquor company was involved with this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it goes deep. It goes yeah, deep. It goes real deep. That's how they got their start. That's right. Their claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. So in in the book, The Big Bamboozle, Philip Marshall refers to Barry Seal as his former boss, referring to a to a photo that was that was taken in Mexico City on January twenty second, nineteen sixty three. I'll I'll post the video in post, I hope, if I can remember. But uh so he posts this do you need to take off? I'm gonna step out. All right. Coop's gonna take off. Thank you. Come back soon. I will. Um so he took this the, this photo. There's this photo of Barry Seal with with the people that are involved with Operation Forty at La uh, Reforma nightclub. The Big Bamboozle, huh? Oh yeah, that's the name of it. That's a bad brain song. Yeah. So the Big Bamboozle. I didn't. I didn't uh, acknowledge what this was. This was Philip Marshall's book about 9/11. And also, 1963 is when Kennedy got assassinated. Yes, November 22nd, 1963. November 22nd, 1963. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. So Philip Marshall... Kennedy. (laughs) Philip Marshall said in his book, quote, here here may very well be the founding members of the Intelligence Community Special Activities Division. The photo was taken 10 months before President John F. Kennedy was gunned down in Dallas. 
Some independent investigators believe that this was investigation team nickname Operation 40 and that pulled it off. Uh, so Are you just going to burp the whole time? Hey, it happens once an episode. <laughs> that was three. Three? I, don't yeah. I think you're wrong. I'm right. I'm always right. So if if Philip Marshall was what Philip Marshall was saying about Barry Seal is true, then he was a direct connection with the CIA and is an insider in the dealings with the CIA. He began researching what happened on 9/11. You know what? That's convenient. Blame the dead guy. Like, oh, he was he was working with the CIA. Yeah. It's, it's I'm like, <laughs> I think you're working with the CIA. He was. You're just conveniently blaming the dead guy. Yeah. Because the dead oh, guy was the guy who started. That's why you make dead all... guys. Yeah. That's why you make dead guys because you can just pin them on you it. That's the perfect Patsy. The fall guy. Jeffrey Epstein didn't really rape those kids. It's Patsy. That'd be crazy. Oh, man. That, that, that. I, I don't think that. But I'm glad we're done with Epstein. Can we have one episode where we don't talk about fucking kids? We haven't. We literally haven't said the word fucking and kids. I know. Until right now. I'm impressed. We're gonna, we're, uh, we, should, we should get into some more nuanced um, um, things at, at some point. We're Sasquatches like, and aliens mm. and stuff. Well, I, I think we should talk about uh, when Biden got plastic surgery. Oh, we'll talk about that in the Patreon. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the Patreon. Yeah. Because I think things like that do matter. Also, mm-hmm. you remember when like Biden was talking about like beating up Trump? And there was one there was one speech that Trump gave where he's just like, he's like, hey, like, guy's talking a big game. But you know what? I just do this to Biden. He's done. He's out of here. And the fucking crowd goes wild <laughs> like this. Yeah. He's like, I do this. I do this. He goes like that. I'm <laughs> slappy, like, slappy. I was like, why wasn't that that clip fucking everywhere? Because it was the funniest. That was hilarious. Yeah. I remember Shit. that. I was watching that live. Oh, we we will we will definitely cover that. That when, when he was like, I like if Biden got my face, I fucking bitch slap him. Like I'm like, why is that not on like, like, like the quarter, like the yeah. American quarter? That should be on <laughs> currency. Trump should have a coin. He earned it. I'm sure Trump, he does. I think Trump should have a, uh, I, some I'm, type of currency. He should take over the nickel. Yeah. The nickel. <laughs> sure. Why not? Fuck it. That's an idiot. Philip Marshall, back back to what we were talking about, his reporting seems to be the most legit involving 9-11. His connection to the Barry Seal, Air America, and the CIA means that he has some legit services. In his books, he, uh, he makes direct ties to the hijackers, the flight training they received inside the United States and the Saudi Arabian government. He believes that the, the Saudis and others finance... Financed the terrorist operation that killed thousands on 9-11, spawned two unconstitutional wars, created the Patriot Act, and made room for the NDAA legislation where the president could detain anyone suspected of working with terrorists, whether they are citizens of the United States or not. This was a death knell for due process. Mm -hmm. So, like, they would, you know, the old thing Mm -hmm. where they would send people Mm -hmm. to Guantanamo Bay. If you were to... Guantanamo, yeah. I I got stopped by Homeland Security, like, in 2000 to 2003 and these motherfuckers were dressed like they look like they were they were wearing like star trek uniforms mib shit yeah no 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 mib is like a nice suit they they were wearing some like like you know like with like some shit Gaddafi would wear like dude that's not even a fake un- that's a fake uniform bro like yeah. why are you stopping what the fuck me? is this yeah and then why'd they, they stop you they stopped me because um I, I okay at the time i was like joe punk rocker guy and I had fucking, I had a chain locked to my neck, and I also had a fucking uh, <laughs> necklace with like a fucking thirty thirty round on it. 
Nice. But this is back in the day where you can you can wear a bullet belt like Lemmy from Motorhead. You can just wear a bullet belt or like a fucking bullet bandolier like Chewbacca and just yeah. get on a fucking plane. No one gave a shit. Yeah. And and like no one cared. And then this now all of a sudden they're like, is that bullet real? I'm like, no. And they're like, we need to make sure it's not real. And they literally like brought out tools and took pliers and broke it open to make sure there was no primer in it, no gunpowder. I'm like, the hell? so I was on, I was on this radio show uh, called TNT radio and they were the, the host of it was telling me that you can opt out of that. He was just, you have to say, he's like, like he got pulled up. He was, I think he's a, I think he's Mexican. No, you're right. And he says, you can, you can literally opt out of, no. of being searched. He said he's like try it. You could do it. He's like I did it. This this is this is like two thousand fucking two. I'm talking about. Yeah. This guy is probably twenty. Okay. He was probably in kindergarten when that shit happened. This uh, also this is Santa Barbara Airport. This is a commuter flight. Mm-hmm. If you've never taken a fucking commuter flight, it looks like exactly what the Big Bopper, Buddy Holly, and fucking Richie Valens died on. You know what I mean? There's oh, two it, rows on one side and then a single row on this side. And the whole I love way those it's planes. just. <laughs> And it's like the ones that the CIA the, shoots down. They're like, if yes. we keep you here, you don't fly. Yeah. And I had to fly because I was I was young, I was broke, mm-hmm. and I had to fucking take a flight up to fucking see my family and shit at the time. And it was yeah. just like, just throw the bullet away. Let me on the plane, yeah. motherfucker. Which is what I ended up doing. You're, you're too just, cool. He's too cool to do that. And I had 20, 20 eyelet Doc Martens up to my fucking knees. They're like, you need to take those off. I'm like, these things take ten minutes just to lace up one. Yeah. And it, they're like, so you're a ridiculous person. I'm like, we can't let you get on this I'm, plane. I'm freer than you or anyone in your family will ever be. You should have said, if that's, this plane flies into the World Trade Center, it's not doing anything. Like Did you have guns free. in your shoes? Yeah. No, I didn't have any guns in. Hmm. So uh, Philip Marshall discussed how we train terrorists in places like the Murano Airfield in Arizona, where they will call it the Boneyard. The bone, yeah. the bone metal zone. So, uh, uh, quote. The official version about some ghost Osama bin Laden in some in some cave on the other side of the world uh, defeating our entire military establishment in the U.S. soil is absolutely preposterous. This is being said by Philip Marshall. The true reason the attack was successful is because of an inside military stand down and a coordinated training operation that prepared the hijackers to fly heavy commercial airliners. We have dozens of FBI documents to prove that this flight training was conducted in California, Florida, and Arizona in the, in the 18 months leading up to the attack. Holy shit! Yeah, it, it, it's it's yet uh, like I I yes and no, but again, this is all like deep. This is like deep Michael Rupert shit, where it's just like it's just you just compartmentalize shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like fucking. Uh, like some cop who's fucking like patrolling East Sixth Street in Austin. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know what Greg Abbott's doing. Yeah, but that'd be like two decades later. Someone being like, "Well, you worked under Greg Abbott for, you worked yeah, as a cop when under- Greg Abbott was governor, so you must know what he was doing." He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know." Yeah, like yeah. if he was up to some shady shit, uh, like how the fuck would I know? They're like, "That's exactly what a guilty person would say." It's kind of that's kind of like how the Bin Ladens were connected to the hijackers. Yeah, because the hijackers were like, like funded. I'm sure there was a handful of people funding them, getting their flight training, all that shit, getting them set up in the United States. Mm-hmm. Wait, Bin Laden wasn't on. But the, Bin Laden's like, I'm not. A, yeah. I'm not going to the United States. I, I'm yeah. not your manager. I'm not there to fucking make sure you're doing the shit. Didn't didn't the 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 Bin Ladens weren't they like, having oh, breakfast like, with the Bushes? 
that morning of September 11th. I don't know how true that is. I've, I've always yes. heard that. George H.W. Bush was having breakfast with with, uh, with, with Osama uh, bin Laden. With Salim bin Laden. Uh, well, no, Salim bin Laden is his, uh, is his brother. Um, the Osama bin Laden's dad. In the bunker in Afghanistan. What, is, what a psychopath. Like, because that's the whole thing. I wouldn't thing. be able to eat breakfast. They're like, But no, that was the whole him. thing. Is like They were running on the assumption of like, oh, he's the black sheep of the family. Yeah. But it's like the deeper you go into uh, bin Laden's connection, you're like, oh, the black sheep theory falls apart because he's too connected. Yeah. Like the levels of like separation between he's basically like if Hunter Biden was a fucking like committed terrorist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's too close. It's like you it's like you text with the president of the United States daily. Yeah. Do you and think if, that if Celine you, had separation anxiety from Osama? Um, Sorry. Yeah. Off topic a little bit, but. Like, was he feeling We're, lonely when he was away from should, Osama? You should have taught him how to play basketball. He'd no. have been a great basketball player. No, no, no. Uh, and- yeah, I know. Uh, bin Laden's dad had, like, eight, nine kids. So it's like, I'm sure he wasn't... The favorite? He was like, I don't give a fuck. He's, he was probably like, whatever. Because, that, I mean, that dude that dude is way too busy to give a fuck. That dude owns, like, a giant chunk of Coca-Cola. The Bin Laden's on a giant chunk of Pepsi. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. yeah. We should go into how much... what. All the, the Bin Laden family. That'd be has. interesting to Ooh, see. That would be interesting because I don't because I don't know what they're up to. I don't know what his uh, parents are up to because, as far as I know, all the rest of the Bin Ladens are just like, oh, he was the bad they're seed. Like, they're like, look, yeah, we we have a lot of money and companies that might be doing shady shit, but like, we're not fucking, we're not in Africa, fucking watching Nestle mix in fucking baby formula Dude, with if- unpotable water, giving it to women, and then watching the women die. We don't know about that. All we know is we own five percent of Nestle. That's I, all we know. I, I, w- oh, I would fuck. invest. I see what you're saying. If I was, back then, it's fucked up. But yeah, also they're like, what? I'm, they're like, people love Nestle's Quick. It's delicious. Invest yeah. in the Bin Ladens. <laughs> you got to invest in the Bin Ladens. It's a family full of success stories. Pepsi, Coke, 9/11. It's like Pelosi's husband. Every <laughs> time that Coke, motherfucker does some shady fucking like stock market fucking transaction and shit, it's like people are just and then and then like that company like fails or it unexpectedly spikes. It's like. It's like insider trading. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what these people are doing. It's like they're constantly insider trading with each other. Fuck, I hope. Uh... But like someone who's connected to them who does some crazy illegal one-off shit, because it's not like there's a 9-11 every year. It's just yeah. like they're just like, what the fuck do you want us to do? Like, yeah. like what do you want us to do? They're like, look, as far as my fucking very well-paid lawyers <laughs> will tell you, fucking, I am above board. I am not involved in anything that any family member who's crazy is fucking up to. I can't here. keep track of all these companies that we... I have nine kids. Have. What do you think I'm fucking keeping track of what they're doing in a cave? Yeah. Dude, it would be so cool if Hunter Biden just crashed, like, hires people to crash airplanes into a building somewhere. Yeah. That would be crazy. Dude. <laughs> I already kind of like him a little bit. Like, because of 9-11, I don't even think that's like out of, like, I don't think that's crazy. It's yeah. too hard now. It that, would be way too hard. You, would it? Oh, yeah. He has access to too many private planes. He'd though. have to do it himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, how cool would that be? <laughs> that black box would be crazy. Yeah. You just hear just jacked up, smoking crack. Six hookers on the plane with him. He doesn't tell him what he's doing. All you yeah. hear is the sound of... <laughs> Someone's it's like the Chuck Palahniuk book. What's Dude. it called? Oh, uh, what this comic book? Escape or Chuck Palahniuk has that the one where he jumps out of the plane. But no, it's there's like there's backwards. The, yeah, he did like a Fight he, Club uh, um, comic book. No, not the comic. It's not a comic book. It's I'm reading it right now. It's a um, this guy hijacks a plane and he used to be a Mormon or some shit and and well, cult. 
And he tells his whole story on the black box before he crashes the plane. Survivor. It's called Survivor. Oh, Survivor. Book's yeah. amazing. Read it. It's so Hunter so good. could do that because he knows there's a black box. He could hijack a plane with a bunch of hookers, get cracked out, tell his whole story, crash it into McDonald's. Dude, Chuck Palahniuk is so fucking dark and, and demented. I, I love that dude's writing. It's so good. But yeah. but anyways, uh, before we go on. on Maybe something cooler than McDonald's. Yeah. Um, Philip Marshall was a legit. I don't know what he would do, though. What, we got to finish it up. What would he crash into? Who? Uh, Hunter oh, Biden. Hunter Biden? A plane full of hookers. Fuck, man. Like Fox News headquarters. <laughs> no, it's got to be another country, right? He couldn't do it in America. Why would it, so it's, Why would it be in another country? Because it has to be like what 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 the Bin Ladens had to deal with. He would crash Their in Ukraine. Their son attacked another country, causing all this bullshit. He, he's going to blow up his so own Joe, company. Joe Biden has to attack. Yeah, yeah, but he's going to do it in another country. He's got to do it in his own company. So he's going to destroy the one in the Ukraine, the one he's investing in, oh, and yeah. just to hide because this this is the whole thing. You you want to hide everything? He's like, oh. My dad was involved with this. He's like, I'm gonna Dad, bomb it with I'm going to fucking bomb it by myself. And you'll never go down as a traitor president. But he's also recording that on the black What box. a good kid. <laughs> what a good son. I wish my son would do that for me. If I do some shady, bu- shady business deals, you better fucking fly a plane into where all what of the documents What if Hunter Biden crashed his plane into Putin? Well, it would get what do you mean? Like, well, wherever he's like he was. shirtless riding a horse in a river? <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't kill Putin. He's, yeah, he's like Boris the Blade from Snatch. He would yeah. just fucking get up and just be like, yeah, "Oh, motherfucker!" He's like Shredder on 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 Ninja Hunter Turtles Part Two. They'd have to do a hand to hand combat. He's, after he just the comes crash. up. <laughs> yeah, like what, what was the dude from? Who's fucking Kenny Powers? What's it? Danny McBride? It's like yeah. Danny McBride and Pineapple Express. They keep blowing up, and that motherfucker just keeps, keeps showing back. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, "Oh hey, what's up, guys?" <laughs> that's fucking. That's Putin. You got all the fucking. But anyways, back to the... Also, Putin has cancer. What are the odds that Putin and, and Biden have Well, there, There's Biden. another... There's a clone, which we'll talk about on, 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 the, on the Patreon. We're going to talk oh about my clones. God. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Putin clones. I am so excited for the oh, Patreon the, now. Dude, the Patreon. If you guys you, have not... You had me at Putin clone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you guys have not uh, subscribed to the Patreon, you got to do it now. Like, we all... We do have it, some good shit on now. there. We got some, yeah. we got some fucking bangers. But anyways... Your clothes, give them to me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Your Patreon money, give it to me now. Philip Marshall was a legit pilot. Speaking of pilots, he had over 20,000 hours of flying time. He claims that he used his flight simulator to try to recreate the crash into the Pentagon. He said even someone with his his experience would have a hard time trying to recreate this crash. Wow. It took him multiple times to recreate it. This is how he explained it. So, Am I the only one who, think, who, who thinks that that's not That's possible. a little insane. I think planes are a little too precise. Like, if you... Know how to land on yeah. a plane, but yeah. like plane a plane on the ground. On? Why can't you just be like, okay, I'm gonna set my coordinates as if the Pentagon is not there, and I'm just gonna fucking right as I land. You're going so fucking just slow into, into a by plane. the time you land, though. What? But that's I how they get know... the accuracy because they slow the fuck down. So they would be like, <laughs> like, like kind of ruin the front wall and just kind of land. Yeah, isn't that what happened, what? though? There was parts all over the lawn of the fucking Pentagon and then go that there deep. There was, like, parts, like, fucking a mile away but, or some shit. But the whole, the whole thing mile, with the simulator... A mile away, yeah. yeah. Was, I, I want to like, know. Something like 100 yards Incredible away. Incredible Hulk gr- grabbed a piece and threw it. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I couldn't save them. Wasn't there, like, part? There was, there was, like, parts that were, like, a like a football field away. Oh, the Pentagon? Yeah. No, it was... It was there. I want to no. know... So he, so he flies this simulator... So I want to know if there's a special simulator where you can fly into the fucking Pentagon. Is that a thing? 
Is there like part like simulator part three, the Pentagon? Like what the fuck? I don't. Yeah, but I think it's like I you think look it's at the dates any... when he was practicing and it was before. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, yeah. I forgot to change the dates on that. <laughs> Top, the high the high score says like nineteen ninety six. I, I think we can fly the best yeah. Pentagon bomb. <laughs> you win. I don't know. I I I think it's like uh, stopping at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, what if I just didn't stop? I think that's what kind of what they did. And instead of stopping at the stoplight, there's a building there, and so, you're in a plane filled with fuel. And then he just fucking. I never saw a plane. The, yeah, yeah the, we and we talked about this on on uh, on one of the previous episodes about Tower Seven, about the Pentagon, mm-hmm. how there's like there's like 240 videos of it, but none of no them plane. are available. Only one video is available. <laughs> no plane. And there we saw the video. The video doesn't show any fucking plane. <laughs> It's, just, I, it's no, a one, I, I one, know, I know one about, frame per second. Which what is, is it? It's like five frames have been released. No, it's one. It's it's a few frames. It's a it's a video. It's like four a, or five frames have been released. It's from one of the those CCTV room. videos where it's like one frame per second. So you see, like in the beginning of it, it's like the beginning of of, of the fucking plane, and then the next one is just an explosion. But yeah. he, here, here's how he explains the flight simulator. It's it's a little it's a little of a, a long. But that's quote. the thing is like uh, that's the whole thing uh, like about. Like, I, if you can fly two planes into the World Trade Center, why can't you fly it into the Pentagon? Because th- this is, of course, you is, can. But so this is, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get into it because it's, if you ever, because people are like, it's a missile. I'm like, why can't you just fly a plane into the fucking? Because Pentagon? It's, it's fucking impossible. That's why. The way, just the way they went. Uh, I invite anyone to go on YouTube, look up mm-hmm. uh, the new Pearl Harbor, and they they describe. They have pilots that describe. Like the way the the way they flew this plane into the Pentagon is yeah. fucking impossible. And, and as, he, you know what? As time goes on, and I think you the 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 lack of police response in Uvalde has proven that. Like, I think it reinforces it reinforces in my mind. I'm like, yeah, I think a plane can hit the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, because people are just like. F F-14s would have been scrambled and to stop the plane from. It's like would they have? Because the, I'm pretty sure one just. Randomly flew into a fucking field in Pennsylvania. One, two hit the fucking world an hour apart from each other. No one was like, "All right, a plane has hit the fucking World Trade Center. We don't know it's a fucking accident, but we need fucking fighter uh, jets just circling that area just in case." No, another plane, boom, fucking yeah. Pentagon, boom. And the other ones are are they're they're that's an easier one, but it's also that one seems almost impossible. Also, but. What Philip Marshall, he explains it. I have, I have a quote from him de- describing what it is mm-hmm. with a pilot's uh, expertise a pilot's on it. Perspective. A pilot's perspective. This, yeah. this might Let's go over it. a few people's heads, but mm-hmm. it, it, some they talk about knots. They talk about degrees. It's it. Only someone that is a pilot can w- could say shit like this. So this is a quote. It's a little longer. So he says, quote, so let's take an average speed throughout the dive of 430 knots. Set, that's seven miles per minute. This is the vehicle's top speed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we know a standard rate turn is two minutes for 360 degrees. So let's say he completed the turn in just under two minutes. Since we don't know bank angles or speed, that means he was descending at better that 2,500 FPM, which I don't really know what that is. Dropping almost five thousand feet, only gaining th- feet thirty per minute. Thir- oh, oh, feet per minute. I don't know. I, I, I believe that. Uh, f- five thousand feet, only gaining thirty knots. No problem for guys like you and me, but for Hanny, which is I. Hanny, was the guy that flew the plane into the Pentagon. We'll get into him later. 
once this maneuver was completed without going into into a graveyard spiral, he started to pull out of a descent at 220 feet and then accelerated over 30 knots more at full power to 460 knots in descent from 2,200 uh, uh, feet to the Pentagon in about a minute. What's VMO at sea level at 757? Flap speed. So he's talking about things that like whenever you get to a certain speed, whenever you get uh, lower, um, like the the wind is thicker. So that that's this is this is his argument about that the thickness of the air would rip well, off the wings. Are, like I I've seen the footprints of uh, World Trade Centers. Yeah, and uh, that's why there was like, parts of like, it. I never seen away. the World Trade Centers before they got knocked down, but I've seen the the footprint. And there two two things is um, anyone who's never been to like like fucking ground zero the 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 fucking footprints are huge yeah, yeah. It, they're unbelievably gigantic buildings and they're very close to each other it's kind of terrifying and but then, i stayed in a hotel right next to them afterwards it's it's when they were it, rebuilding like i remember going room. there and, and i saw the like memorial fountain and shit and i was just beautiful like, like i was just it's, like it's kind like, of like you kind of look ter- at because you can look back and see where the other one is and then where you're in you're just like like it, I got chills. I was. It just does. Like, Fuck. It's. It is. And I don't get chills about m- m- a lot of shit, but that I was like, that one, God, yeah. Damn, this is, was a very big building. Yeah, you could look down into it. It's. It's so up. big. It, but, I, also, let's keep in mind that uh, 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 professional pilot uh, Tom Hanks uh, landed a plane <laughs> in the movie Sully, which was based on a true story in the Hudson River. Yeah. No one died. So I'm like, anyone trying to tell me that you can't. Look at a building that's that fucking big and be like, I'm just gonna hit that. Like I'm like, but all right, that's me, what I'm saying. As time me, goes on, me. there's too many scenarios where I'm like, so you can land on water, but you can't, but you can't just hit a giant fuck building like but, the World Trade Centers, the 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 Pentagon. I'm like, those seems like easy to hit. Yeah, but let me let me finish off because the quote's not over. Oh, my God. So he says, since it looks like he may have found the flap handle only accelerating 60 knots from 7,000 feet, the that from 2,200 feet of full power. You know what they call that? They call that the labia on oh, the plane? Yeah. It's the labia yeah. of the plane, yeah. It's the G-spot. AA-77 crossed the highways. Not So this is now he's talking about the way he got to it. So You're talking about the, the Pentagon one. Yeah, the Pentagon. This right. is still Pentagon. AA-77 crossed the highway, knocking down light poles, mm-hmm. entered... Uh, ground effects didn't touch the lawn and got a 44 foot high target tail height of, of a 757 into a 77 foot target completely without overshooting or bouncing in bouncing off the lawn or spreading any wreckage at 460 knots mm-hmm. with a 33 foot margin for error wow impressive takes a real steady hand to pull that off i know it would take me a few tries to get it uh so precise especially into ground effect at those speeds any slight movement- 33 margin of error hitting the pentagon yeah this the well so the third of a distance between home base and first base yeah is not that that can't be the margin of error the pentagon is fucking enormous yeah but the going it's th- huge. but he went through these light poles he had to fly through the light poles he had to take this he fucking knocked over turn. I think, ideally, he fucking... And I think he lucked out. Because, really, ideally, you want to land inside the Pentagon. Yeah. Bigger target. 
You could see it from above. You can just crash straight into it if you want to. But or just fly in at a fucking extreme it's angle. It's not yeah, well, about just hitting the Pentagon. He hit a certain part of the Pentagon that was... That, no, that was empty. Yeah, where, yeah, exactly. And so, I know about that, and that is weird. I'm not saying that, that things, those anomalies like that are not weird. But uh, or I'm, I'm I'm not saying that they're not weird. Also, like the, the like the shell station across the street where all that footage got fucking uh, just gone. swooped up. Why would he Why would he go so low and knock over telephone poles on the way in? If yeah. because they're why in the fucking way. From the top, well, why not just go, go straight down like you're saying? I that would have been the easiest way. But I think that's fucking weird that he they would, weren't he from went what I from and what I've heard straight from what I heard they weren't the most competent pilots. No, they 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 weren't good at all. They, Which is what I'm saying. Like the what he actually ended up hitting, I think he was lucky. Mm-hmm. But I think the most obvious target would have been to fucking aim for the middle. Yeah, because he would have done maximum damage instead of just hitting one wall. I'd also think if you're an inexperienced pilot, you would just like get above it and go straight down, right? Yeah, um, that's what I would. Uh, that's what I would do too. It's like he took the hardest way possible. But also, this you're is, you're but, moving like you can't just it, like just going straight down is not necessarily an option. Well, you, know, you always like have 90, to come in at like an a, angle, at forty five degree angle, right into it. He went yeah. down yeah. and then pulled up at the last second, knocked over telephone poles, and then crashed into it straight. Like that's weird. Yeah. So he said, any slight movement will put you off fifty feet very quickly. I'm sure we would all agree. He, I think he was the one that would, was talking about these airplanes or drones. Mm-hmm. That he, I think he was. This is where originated from. My, but this in, thing is, drones you can just set to do anything, right? Yeah, like they, yeah, he said, the planes, the planes didn't have people in them. So that that's this is where this originated from, where they're yeah. actual planes, but they had no people in them, yeah. and they were flown from a remote area, which is yeah. it, it's not as crazy as you think. I know a lot of people are yeah. like, I the the ones that. that hit the towers. There's ones where people talk about the there was no windows, the windows were painted onto the plane. There was mm-hmm. no people inside. There was like this large black thing in the center of the um, bottom of the plane that's not in normal commercial airlines. Yeah, and they were like, well, "What is and that?" And then they, they landed thing? in Cle- There's like an area in like Ohio somewhere where you can just land the planes, and they just fucking killed all the people. Like, there, there, this, this theory goes really deep. We might do an, a future episode about that. About like, about but it, that I've I've heard that too. But also, it just seems easier just to steal a commercial airline. Just fucking kill them. Thousands of planes going out of a fucking airport every day, but like the, just snatch one up. Yeah, but the thing seems is, easier. they what I was talking about earlier, where they had the boneyard, that this whole uh, plane, like airplane hangar they had in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They they the had boneyard. these. They could just take one of these planes that don't have any tracking on them. There's no fucking. There's no people in them. Like it, you could do so much with it. Yeah, they they. Sp- yeah, that makes sense. Just take an old plane sitting. But how do you yard. take over another plane that had a, a a destination? How do you just take over its flight path? Well, you you manually. Well, you know like, about like all flight ninety three. It's like flight ninety three. At some point, was there with people. Like, what do you do? How do you swap them out without anybody noticing? I don't know if we were saying this on the air, but it it was. Remember, we were saying like how all the all those flights disappeared for like I think it was like four minutes. So they're like, what happened to them? Is that when they landed them? Four minutes is a very fucking long time. And then they had all those. They, know, they had all those long four, enough to land uh, and unload and off. But they're they're training. They're doing these like these uh, simulations, like these these war games around that area. The they're, very same time. They, 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 the weird. amount of actual, yeah, that that is on record. Like uh, the amount of war games scenarios that were going on were a lot. 
It it's was fucking wild. It was something like 30 different fucking war games, something like that, were taking place. And that's the whole thing. When you run war games, you'll like yell instructions to uh, people who don't understand, don't know that war games are going on. Mm-hmm. You do, and because they're already like, I'm a fire pilot, and they're just like, we need we need to scramble to fucking so and so. And there's actually there's actually audio of like fighter pilots being like, is this real world or simulated? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and it's, it's fucking crazy. And that's what you it's what you fucking have to do because if you're doing war games, you need to know if your people are fucking prepared. Mm-hmm. And if they get there and there's no giant catastrophe, you're like, well, good job, you fucking did your fucking job. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. That's part of fucking war games. You have to keep secrets along the fucking way. You can't just be like, okay, guys, we're going to play pretend today. We're we're playing catch the fucking terrorist attack. It's like, no, no, no. Like the people who are the people who are have their fingers on buttons that make shit explode. Yeah. They need to be like, oh, no, this is real. You, you can't just you can't. They can't be privy to the mm-hmm. not realness of it. Yeah. Man, it, 9-11 is so wild. Like, it is wild. It, it's hard to wrap it, your mind around it's it. It's so many moving parts that are impossible to um, uh, to organize. Yeah. So is it a plane or not that hit the Pentagon? Oh, it's a plane. They definitely were. They they. That's why Donald Rumsfeld wasn't there. That's why like all like the big people are like, oh, I'm taking the day off. So the rocket thing, you don't believe? That so, it was a missile or whatever? No, I know it was a missile. It fucking, they blew it up. But it wasn't... A, I don't think... I, I think there is two planes involved those two planes went into the world trade center the one in in shanksville there was it was it it there was that was no airplane i don't believe it is and i don't think what flew into the pentagon or you know i don't know either way it doesn't matter i would just like to see the fucking plane like how how is there the pentagon was no footage of it the the pentagon Pentagon. that's just bullshit yeah the pentagon's so crazy because Whenever they show the initial crash, there is no, there is no people. It's 2001. No we had HD TV and HD cameras by then. Yeah, it wasn't that crazy. Like you, they would not have fucking cameras that recorded one frame per second. Yeah, they they just wouldn't have that. Why tech. are those missing? I just have questions. That, yeah, that, that's my own thing. Could be uh, a plane. Could be a missile. Could be anything. But whatever yeah. it is, they didn't show anyone. I saw the same. I think it was on the History Channel. I think. Uh, they had this whole thing on like uh, the White House, so they talked about when the uh, White House got fucking like burnt down way back back when and shit. Mm-hmm. And then they basically talked about um, they basically had like um, scenarios like nine eleven, like what if somebody tried to crash a plane into the White House and they're like that fucking plane would just squash like a can against the fucking White House. Oh really? And they go into like they're like the the facade of the front of the White House. They're like that's just like ten feet thick. Like you're not getting it. Like it looks like some old house with pillars and windows. It's, it's a like, fucking bunker. You're not getting through the front of that. Fuck. It's just not happening. See that, that's where the the Shanksville uh, flight was going. Flight ninety three was headed towards the White House. Yeah, they would have shot that shit down. Yeah, that th- that Why shit is crash? fortified. Uh, well, they said that the people on the flight attacked the um the people the hijackers, and then they it, it eventually just crashed to the ground, mm-hmm. which is total horseshit. It, it, like it was this. It's all propaganda. They're just like, oh, look at all these heroes that that. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to sully all the people that were, that they said were heroes. But they, I'm sorry, it didn't happen. That was all made up. Like that, it was it was a fucking. There's no people. There's no dead bodies there. We talked about this in the beginning of the episode. There's no dead bodies. There, there was. They couldn't even find a fucking airplane in there. It just looked like a. It just looked like they dropped a bomb in an area. And there's just a hole in the ground. That's like they had 
they have firefighters. They had all these first responders. The coroners. They all said they're like, where the where's the plane? There's nothing here. It's just a hole in the ground. That's weird. That's crazy. But why did it crash on accident? Well, apparently they never... just fucked that up. I don't know. Nothing about that story makes sense. Yeah. But um, so back to Philip Marshall. Um, he 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 was on a there was like a radio interview or, or some kind of interview he was on where he discussed the plane parts they found at the Pentagon, and the interviewer says, "I see two questions in regarding now. This makes makes kind of what it makes makes it clear to me a little bit. Remember the rotor that they found in the Pentagon? They said it it was from a uh, I can't remember the exact name of the plane, but it was an old outdated jet. They said, and when you mentioned that this this boneyard, I thought they're there else could they, they could find an old plane like that do you remember that and then uh well matt well, it wasn't phil marshall it was mattson the, the guy who was interviewed uh, mm-hmm. he was investigating all this shit he's like yeah i remember there were all kinds of problems with some some of the aircraft parts and there was also that piece of an aircraft that they found between two buildings in a narrow alleyway in in manhattan so these are all old airplane parts that they found didn't even belong yeah. to the actual planes that crashed into them. Yeah, they, I don't. I don't know about weird parts of the Pentagon. What I do know is the whole idea of like, um, the size of the plane and the size of the hole in the Pentagon yeah. are disproportional. Yes, because the size, even just the size of the like, assuming just the uh, the fuselage, which is the majority, basically the plane without wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, like this, even if that that was. Like the hole in the Pentagon was smaller than the size of the fuselage. Yeah, and then the wings, the yeah. wings that that went into it, did, yeah. it didn't. Well, the wings have the engines on them, and the engines are made of titanium, and they're like multiple, multiple, multiple tons. Yeah. Of weight that are being thrown at a dead stop. Yeah. Those should have been flung into the building easily. Yeah. And those weren't found as far as I know, into the Pentagon. And if they were, there would have been some sort of impact mark where they went in, but there wasn't. I think So I, that's the thing I always thought was really weird. I think the intelligence agencies fair, really underestimated the autism of the United States. Like, just look, <laughs> just like look at these people. Like, if you go, like I said this earlier, but watch the new Pearl Harbor on, on, on YouTube, and they talk about the Pentagon thing, mm-hmm. and they break down every single part of it about the the impact, uh, the the actual fucking flight into it, um, the fuselage, like all that shit, I, like it's it's such a good documentary. It's it's the best one. It's like f- almost five hours long, so it, it takes a while to watch it, but it's definitely worth. Oh, I've it. seen it. I, I'm so old. I remember a guy handing me a a a DVDR written in Sharpie, fucking copy of Loose Change. Oh, yeah. When I was going, it's a good one. Like in the in the fucking subway, someone's just <laughs> like, "Here you go," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And it's a Loose Change. I might still have that copy in my house. Man, that 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 that's kind of a that's pretty awesome. Me and my lady, when we first game. met, we would sit around and just get stoned and fucking watch Loose Change and be like, "Oh my god, we're fucked." Yeah. <laughs> so, Phil. Uh, so in conclusion, Philip Marshall. In conclusion, in conclusion, yeah, yeah, Philip yeah. Marshall wasn't murdered for writing a 9/11 book. He was murdered because he was connected to these black ops groups. He knew a lot of key players in the Iran Contra affair, the Pablo Escobar sting, and even alleged operations to kill JFK. To this day, the U.S. government has not provided legit evidence of the Pentagon crash. With the hundreds of cameras pointed at that area of the Pentagon, why aren't those cameras av- angles available today? 
The only one you can see is that one frame per second video where you can you cannot see the, the airplane. The whole 9-11 story is full of fucked up shit and the rabbit hole goes even further. If you believe the official story, I, just, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you at this point. It, it, you, you're either scared, you don't want to know what the fuck happened, or you, you're just dumb. Like, you, <laughs> really, you're fucking stupid. Or you don't care. You can't believe the, the fish 9-11 story. It, it, none of it makes sense. It's, it's, it's hard. Like, I, 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 it's not even crazy to say 9-11 was an inside job anymore. It used to be insane to say, but like today, with all the information we have, you're like, yeah, why do they do that? It's just about finding out to what level. Yeah. Like, how much was it an inside job? Yeah, put it this way. I think everyone agrees that the uh, the Tate-LaBianca-Manson family murders took place. Yeah. I think most people will agree that that was something that actually happened. Um, they were... Uh, Charles Manson was associates with uh, Dennis and Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Yes. <laughs> Charles Manson also at one time was uh, recording tracks for his music at Fox Studios. So it's like you could say Charles Manson is connected to, to Fox, 20th Century Fox, which means he's connected to all these actors and all these movie producers and all. It, it's just like you can just keep going with that if you want to and then make your fucking connections. But mm. the difference between something like that and something like 9-11 is... Uh, money. Yeah, Charles Mon- Manson didn't want money. There's people who benefited from the. It, it's not even so much the attack. It's like who benefited from the attacks on September it, 11th. It was so all- if you if you look at like Halliburton, mm-hmm. and the fact that Dick Cheney was CEO of Halliburton, like he went from CEO of Halliburton to Vice President of the United States with no political career to speak of prior to that. It's like things like that. Yeah. Things like that. And that just, and then the Bin Ladens and how they're connected to Pepsi and Coke. Like people benefited from this war taking place. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think that's really the conspiracy. Yeah. But but people don't want to, people don't want to give up their fucking, their Jordans, their iPhone. People don't want to stop drinking soda. Yeah. People want to just be fucking comfortable and safe and dumb, and I get that. Mm. That's, I get that. that's a great Ignorance that's a fucking bliss. great point I, because I get that. I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing fucking Adidas right now. Yeah, and they're woke retard[s]. Yeah, but these are really comfortable shoes. I got them for twenty six dollars at Ross. We on we are being <laughs> enslaved by we're we're enslaved by conveniences. Yeah, like it's it's. Um, but just don't lose sight of if you live in this country. Don't lose sight of your rights because those get chipped away all the time. And there's people who just don't speak up about it. Yeah. You know, like at post 9-11 Patriot mm-hmm. Act, you got to go through the fucking electric fucking wah, wah, wah thing. You got to take your belt off in your shoes. It's like the fact that people don't understand that that's violating your rights. Yeah. Also, it's just it's just one step at a time. Just chip away at it. You don't realize it's fucking happening. Next thing you know. And there's the comparison. It's a slippery slope. It's it literally leads to fucking 1984, which is kind of like a tired fucking uh, reference. But like mm-hmm. as time goes on, it's it's getting fucking close. Watch that movie. Yeah, 1984. Or fucking John Hurt, the guy who fucking you know the fucking uh, 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 that, that guy from Alien. Strange New World is He's another a- one. Read that book. 
Uh, Brave New World. Brave New World. Did I say Strange New World? You said Strange Oof. New World. Yeah. You know what I meant. You're thinking but, of Strange Days with, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brave New World. That's that's another one. But it's it's like it's all convenience. And when someone says, like, they're like, oh, they're listening to your phone calls. They're reading yeah. your emails. They're like, well, I don't have anything to hide. I don't care. Like, yeah. fuck that. Because the 20th. Don't, don't let. Don't. The 20th no, you, century you is say proven. That fucking, you say it's wrong. Look, First, you, you were like, that's wrong. We don't let them we, get into, like, just we, spy on us. But that's we a will, slope. But we will let them spy on us. We will give away our rights. We will give it, we will offer it up. Yeah. Because the 20th century was fucking millions and millions of dead bodies and mass graves for ideologies. But fucking nowadays, mm-hmm. people are just like, do you want this really cool fucking science fiction thing? That yeah. you can do cool things with. It's connected to your that, laptop. That's if so you want true. To. You're just like you can I do, have all the information. I'm so smart. You no, can you can just idiot. you can just buy it. It's so fun and convenience. It's a great tool. Don't you want to have a great tool to do great things? And while you're doing those great things, you're distracting yourself. Yeah. From fucking people who are slowly working as a cog mm-hmm. in a giant machine to whittle away your fucking rights. Uh huh. So just remember, totally agree. you know what, go watch the documentary about Woodstock. Those people had no computers, no cell phones. They, people traveled thousands, oh, oh, a couple th- thousands of miles in spaces to get to a field in the middle of nowhere to see the greatest assembly of fucking artists from around the world. It's like, how the fuck did, how the fuck did that even happen? They might as well have been using met, fucking messenger pigeons <laughs> and smoke signals. Yes. And it's beautiful. Some it's of the, amazing. It's fucking Jimi Hendrix fucking Star Spangled Banner. It's okay. Joe Cocker fucking helping my friends. It's, all, it's like, how did all that fucking shit happen? We, it's like, we don't need these conveniences, even though they're, they are awesome. They are awesome. You don't need them. You really don't need them. You know what I mean? Just that's look, a, at, look a, at the people around you, the people that you care about and you take care of. And if you like, you're like, how can I take mm-hmm. care of them without this getting in their fucking minds? I cut people's hair. 90% of people who sit their children in front of me, put one of these in their fucking face because they yeah. think it makes their kids hold still long enough. It's like, we didn't, no one put a phone in our face or an iPad. To yeah, get our my, fucking my hair kid to, doesn't even have an so iPad. An adult who's bigger than you fucking put their finger in your face. They're like, fucking sit there Shut the and fuck let, up. let them cut your fucking hair. That's how it <laughs> fucking works. Yeah. You didn't put a fucking $1,200 device in some kids. It'd be like, well, maybe if I give you this, you'll... It's like... Here's Coco, man. Like, no, you, you shut the fuck up. Like, you don't get to watch Coco. Do Mel. you think that fucking, like, nurturing response ends when they're mm-hmm. 5 or 10 or 18 yeah. or 40? It doesn't. You're, you're, you're fucking up your kids. It really is. You need, you need somebody to fucking, like... You, you need to feel like maybe someone might slap you in the fucking mouth. Be like, you fucking sit there and you let him cut your get, fucking hair. Get raised like a Catholic shut kid. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you, I was raised by nothing but fucking Mexican and Portuguese Catholics. Yeah, and it was a thing where Raised like, by fear is the best way to get raised. It, yeah. It's got to be by fear. It has Joel, to be. Joel, do you have any, any final thoughts on this before we, we wrap this up? I think I said everything I needed to say. I beat children. Beat children. Shoot gu- oh. guns aren't that loud. I think, Adam, <laughs> I, think, I think Adam pretty much nailed it, you know? Yeah, that, that he did. That was a good tangent at the end. Thank you. Um, great cap. Be, great cap. Uh, before we end this, uh, we got to give a shout out to our Patreon uh, subscribers. Uh, tell your friends about the Patreon. This, the, we're we're doing some really fun stuff on there. Yeah, guys, thank you, thank you all, uh, you Patreon guys. We, I'm like, I'm like, uh, Sean fucked up and gave me all the Patreon login information, and mm-hmm. it's like, 
I'm like blown away. I'm yeah. like seriously blown away that like people actually like give us fucking money for the yeah. shit that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So like, thank you guys so much. And you're help. You're helping funding the the honeymoon for for Adam. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting married in October. Yeah, he's doing it. We haven't even taken any money out of it. This this is all we're all collecting it. But uh, first, first off, we get we got to give a shout out to Max. He was not. He's not in a tier. When we say this every week, but he's he's just doing his own thing. He's a man without a tier. He's like, I don't need a tier. He's on a tier of his own. Here's five dollars. I'm just gonna fucking throw it in there. Never. He doesn't even comment on anything. He's just like, take the money. Here's some money. Just just fucking keep building this thing. Thanks, Max. Which we, we love it. Thank Thanks, you, Max. Um, in our Gulag tier, we got Woodsman 1975. Yes, sir. Owen Miller. Big Owen. Mike M. Mike Terpstra. All the mics. Kevin Bird. Kevin uh, Bird. David Osbernson. Yeah, one one of the one of the homies. One Big of the burn. one of the originals. Uh, and then the wrestle <laughs> the wrestle El Nizio, the ten dollar tier. We have this is Colin. Big Colin. Keith Kaler. Yeah. Wanathan, uh, who 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 threw a little sh- some shots at me in the in in the in the drinking bros chat. Talking that, shit. That's fine. That's fine. Wanathan talking shit. Nah, nah. Wanathan's good in my book. I'm just okay. I'm just fucking with them. They 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 were making Talk fun of me in the, the chat. You want to about Sean? You guys, please. You you're paying for it. He has to take it. I do. I and Amnesio doesn't even understand English, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's you fine. can make fun of him. Fuck that guy. Nah, Wanathan's good. In, I like Wanathan. Uh, Johnny Smith. Uh, Jeff Newquit, of, of course, one of our one of our favorite uh, Instagram follows. Mm-hmm. Definitely send that dude a a, a follow. Uh, David Jones, David Klein, of course, David Klein. David our, Jones, that's David pretty crazy. He yeah, was yeah. in the monkeys with Daydream Believer. <laughs> also, also uh, uh, Jeff, um, he he uh, he sent me a message about Geoff. the, the Geoff. He <laughs> he uh, sent me a message about last episode. Where I brought up uh, the Zbigniew Brzezinski book, The Grand Chessboard. He was like, "What? What was that book you were talking about?" Yeah, if you want to so. follow Jeff, go. It's G E O N E W Q I T. So type that in. Follow him, man. He's great. Like, just bump up yeah. his numbers. He he knows what the fuck's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, we're pretty reachable. If you just hit us up, we'll like hit, we'll hit you up back. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up in the DMs. Hit up. Hit up uh, Skeleton Factory. Hit up uh, if you want to know anything about movies, cult films that you, you just you just need something good to watch. Just hit me up. I'll fucking get right back to you. Yeah, I I, I see the request and I see the the people. I I mean I'm 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 pretty available right now. So like we're we're not a huge podcast yet, but we we like we I mean we're the audio numbers is doing really good. But like we're at a point where we could still talk to our fans without it we losing it. I mean we. I'm I'm having like 20 different people, but I try to go through, find out what they're saying. If they're saying anything interesting, I'm I'm gonna respond to it. So like, if you have something interesting, hit me up on the DMs, Instagram. That's where I'm where I'm at, or Twitter, at con conman podcast one on on Twitter. Uh, nice. Also, I mean, we said David Klein, uh, Dakota Robbins, fake Dakota, fake Dakota, uh, Brian Marabi, Ben Garcia, and then in our mega group, which is Benny the- G, dude. Dude. Big, big Benny G, and big Benny Brian. G. I think Benny G. Check might out be the a, big brand on Brian. He might be the original. Uh, I think he's the original guy. Was Ben Garcia? He was it the is. first one to subscribe to the Patreon. Big Ben, Benny G, number dude. one. That dude's always gonna be number Benny one. Benny OG. Uh. And then in the mega group, the twenty dollars tier, we have Matt Spears, Matt Royston, Lucas R, and Itamashi Chan. Itamashi. By the bro. way, 
Big shout out to Itamashi. He hit, he hit me up on Instagram. Apparently, he's been following us from like almost day one. I had no idea. Nice. But he's like, he wrote me this morning. He's like, he's like, if hey, I've been following you for all this time, and I was like, oh shit! And so I followed him back. So big shout out to Itamashi. I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I did not follow you back earlier, but you definitely got that follow back. Mega group. Mega group. Mega group. Yeah. So uh, plugs. What, what's going on on Skeleton Factory? Um, let's see. On Patreon, I'm gonna be talking about the uh, the '80s film Heather's and probably a couple other things. And um, I just finished up my extreme Australian cinema uh, series with Romper Stomper, and uh, I don't have anything really uh, planned. Things are kind of up, out in the open, but that's on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory, and that's patreon.com forward slash. Skeleton Factory, if you like to um, support the show, because it's just little old me. Oh yeah, Skeleton Factory. I don't have a table full of fucking assholes. <laughs> you know, it's just me. Oh, I like your solo show, dude. It's good. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a lot of work, and it's it's hard just working by yourself. Cause, you yeah. know, because you just you don't know if it's good or not. You also you can <laughs> you also can uh, you can't depend on like if if you're just bombing on what you're saying. Yeah. You can't have someone just come in and be like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> like come in with something even funnier. That 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 that's the good thing about no, this show. No, no one questions how funny I am. My, yeah. my show is very funny. Yeah. I, I, I write I write jokes. Yeah, I. That's I how don't. good my show is. When you hear it, it's. Most, when are you gonna do stand up? It's like ninety percent written. You should. Do when am I gonna do stand up? Would you I ever know. do it? Sure. Yeah, I think you'd be good sure. at it. I I I I, 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 I really too. respect like. Doing like doing Skeleton Factory, like the, the process of actually writing out a show. Yeah. Like I respect people who just do that all the time because it's hard. Oh, it's and really to sound hard. natural and to convey information effectively is is it's hard. It's complicated. It's yeah. it's a very yeah, it's very complicated. Fuck it, that'd be awesome. And then you just plug all your dates on here. That, that would actually work out really well. Uh, Iconoblast. We have our guest Joel in the building, so he, he yeah. Iconoblast. Everyone already knows Iconoblast. The last episode yeah. we did on Fred Demaro, who was a fucking Crazy, uh, what do they call him? The the great, the great, uh, what was it? The great, imp- the great imposter. imposter. Yeah, great imposter. It was a great episode, by the yeah, way. It he pretends beautiful. to be. He pretended to be a doctor and a surgeon, and then didn't puss out and actually performed like sixteen successful surgeries. Mm-hmm. Saved yeah. lives. It is a re- faking. It's, it's it. a really good episode. And um, if you've seen that fucking uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio Tom Hanks movie, uh, Catch, Catch Me, me If You Can, you can yeah. like it's not like. It's way more fascinating than that. It's yeah, fr- he's it's, insane. This guy's insane. How there's not a movie about Fred Demar? Like, he pretended understand. to be a uh, he pretended to be a, a professor and a philosopher, and started his own school and made a college happen. And he That's and insane. he had no fucking school. And that school yeah. exists to this day. Donald Trump can even do that. What is it called? <laughs> remember Trump I can't University? remember the name of the school, but it's in the episode. So yeah, check it so, out. So check out Econoblast like that. I was. Since since these guys were at uh were at Kill Tony the other night, I, I had I had to run the chat. I was in there. Yeah, you took care of it for us. I though. took care Appreciate of it. I was that. like, I'm here, and, and that's my fault. That was that was like we didn't know they were gonna take our phones. I, I wasn't aware. Oh, they, we didn't know they were gonna take our phones. And um the the fucking great show though. The 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 owner of oh Vulcan uh, of Vulcan yeah hooked it like up. He, he he hooked it up. This his name is Nick. He fucking he had ho- us our own table. Free he drinks. Bought, he bought us Dude, a, he I, bought I, us a round I of drinks. Vulcan. We had a I good saw... we had good seats. It was really fun. I never I've I've so never you, seen. Do you know the Tony owner? Uh, oh, yeah, dude, I know him now. The owner now dude. Yeah, Vulcan's great. I've seen Rogan there, and yeah. if you ever see Rogan do stand up in Austin, he's great. 
I've yeah, never go to been... Vulcan Comedy Club, dude. Guys. Vulcan if you're ever in is Austin, amazing. Like, it, I mean, there's a. They're not even a sponsor. I, I just, I'm just a big fan of comedy. And I don't go down to fucking Dirty E6. Oh, it's often, a shithole. But we had a super good fucking yeah. time. Yeah, I, I had a great there, time. You, you, if you ever go to when Rogan comes, he always brings all the comics he brings to his to his podcast. So you're gonna see some in like he'll he'll his openers are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And he then he'll he'll stay after he does this set and he'll answer questions for like forty five minutes. It's amazing. Wait, so, also yeah. I don't think anyone's listening anymore. But if you are, mm-hmm. we also started another show called Crime Corner with, crime Corner. with Jesse Wiseman, who's on RPR Ross Patterson Revolution. It's a crime show, but it's only on the Drinking Bros Patreon. But it's awesome. I spend like two days editing it. I put. It's more like a. It's not a podcast. It's more like an actual show you'd see on TV. There's visuals. There's video. There's stills. There's imagery. Sound yeah. effects, the whole deal. It's 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 and high Jesse quality. Jesse knows her shit. shit, and like having, if you like the fucking kind of like the comedic dynamic of like Coop and Joel, it's like imagine that inside of like, yeah, a fucking like a uh, true crime show. And you, yeah. you a know, lot of people, you guys know who Jesse is. It's really she's interesting. Fucking, she's so she's funny. She's fucking funny, and yeah. she knows really her funny. shit. She knows these serial we, killers. She's like funny in a dude brother. way. She did a few episodes of uh, of Iconoblast. Yeah, they're our I, most popular. Shows. I was on a I was on a show with her. Oh yeah, we did on. She, she was on. She was on Conman. We talked about. Uh, yeah. Who were we talking about? I don't remember who. I don't remember. I just remember it was a good show. She's really good. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. We we're talking so support about support Jesse. It's her show. Support her Ooh, on the Vegan Bros she, Patreon. She's gonna come on the show um, again in the future very soon. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so that that's gonna be the end of our episode. Uh, come find us on on Instagram, con underscore man underscore podcast, uh, Twitter, com, comment podcast one. Uh, we're on Odyssey now. Just type in Conman Podcast and then on YouTube for the short time we'll be on there. So, yeah. Space Odyssey. Space we will Odyssey. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.